Hi, Gemstones. Emma here. Have you been craving a new way to support and interact with your favorite podcast team? Well, assuming that's us, now you can. Team Takes is on Patreon, and we would love for you to join us there. We'll have exclusive content, bonus episodes, and random meanderings from the weird and wonderful minds of Nick and Julie. You can find us at patreon.com slash takespod. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash takespod. See you in there. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. Today, we're delving into the joyousness of cardiac arrest as we discuss Heartstopper, a beautiful coming-of-age Netflix show that is as queer as it is moving, so much so that it moved me to prepare for recording for the first time in 103 episodes. <laughs> Ch-ch-ch-changes! Almost 200 episodes if you count Lord. Speaking of changes, Russian Doll is heading back in time to when Chloe Sevigny was relevant, and we honestly love to see it. We crown a winner in Drag Race, and Julie and I have thoughts. Then we give each other head in a rousing game of Heads Up 90s Edition, where we crown the true 90s kid. Let's dive in. Well, Julie, what's been up with you this week? <laughs> I don't know how we normally start, but it's not usually that like. Well, forced. I think you start, but everyone was looking at me, and I was like, "Yes, I will fill the space. I'm great at filling spaces and trading places." And you have really strong hands, according to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Julie is in a great deal of pain, but she's powering through because she's a superstar. And I offered her a wee little massage, a wee little baby shamish of a massage, and. She refused, questioning my skills and abilities. And I was like, I have very strong hands. My mom says so. I massage her all the time. Norman Bates, 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 Norman Bates, 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 Norman Bates. Well, I know both you and Emma went to an event, a party, which like in circa COVID times is wild and adventurous and newsworthy. And I know that both of y'all looked hot as hell because I've seen photographic evidence. We are wild and adventurous. Seriously. If you need a way to make new friends, never wear makeup or brush your hair, and then do both of those things and buy $20 worth of extensions, and everyone you know will go fucking apeshit. <laughs> kind, sweet, nice people all night long. Yeah. You should do this every day. I'm like, no. So was it like a headband that had extensions attached to it? Yeah. You looked like Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> Grandmother? Like, no. No, I... Finished my sentence. <laughs> Do I have to announce my punctuation now? Full stop, period, end of sentence. Emma has brand new hair. She does have brand new hair. How would we describe <laughs> this hair? So it's still really long. It's way past your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Short bang. Yeah. Elfin, alien, stop rock with that. star. Oh, rock star, yes. <laughs> rock star, yeah. No, She's it's... got like a splotch of awesome orange on the right side of her bangs. Mm-hmm. Some blonde on the sides, some more orange. The blonde on the sides is really, I'm like... I'm blonde. Am I blonde? Should I be more blonde? I mean, She's why the, the fuck not? Honestly. Yeah, it's definitely her, like, Paramore era, but an elevated Paramore. It's like punk rock, but, like, that won a Grammy. Mm. I had never dyed my hair in my entire life. I feel like you could Frosted Tips any minute now. <laughs> Did you want Frosted Tips or all blonde? I wanted to go blonde. Because I was blonde at birth and for the first three years of my life, so it is natural for me. It's not my fault that age made me sour and goblin-esque. Recently, and by recently I mean 2017, someone was like, you should really do like platinum blonde. And I was like, yeah, I super fucking should. You're getting two head shakes no from me and Emma. Yeah, but your taste has always been questionable. <laughs> Collectively. <laughs> Better off Ted. Disliked it. Younger. We didn't both watch think it. Frosted Tips would work on you. Frosted Tips? My hair is too long for Frosted Tips. I'm Full eye right. roll. <laughs> Full my Liz Lemon eye roll. left my corporeal presence. Your body left your and body? slaughtered. <laughs> I found a synonym. <laughs> yes, you did. Didn't make it make more sense? <laughs> no, it, it did. did yeah, 100%. It, well, it made the sense of, like, I don't know what that means, so it must be smart. That's what got me through high school. So, are you going to diet? Probably not, no. <laughs> I just don't have the energy to do anything right now. I will say that, like, fuck, hot weather hits. It's over. <laughs> it's going to be 42 tonight. <laughs> it's just, like, I don't understand why you always have It'll to be. Back. <laughs> will it? 
I don't always, I just, I do often think that you both are my conscious personified into two forms where Emma's the like, look on the bright side and Julie's like, prepare for the worst. <laughs> I'm just telling facts. I know, but like, Emma doesn't tell facts unless they're appropriate and necessary. She shields me from the truth. <laughs> And that's why I'm so delusional. I don't pad delusional. the world for you, Nick. I'm codependent on others. Yeah, you put the pads invertedly <laughs> on your back. <laughs> I'm not getting hot, so I'm just wearing a whack, a maxi pad walking around. That's why I'm trying to enrage you to warm it up. You're warm welcome. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to. Who's Chris? Is that like a thing from a movie? It's a song. Crisscross. <laughs> warm it up, Chris. I'm they about their... to. Warm it up, Chris. That's what I was born to do. They, and. Crisscross, I'll make you. <laughs> Jump, jump, jump. Daddy Mac will make you. Jump, jump. Thank you for the cues. <laughs> so, I feel like we did this once before and you did not join in and it was very <laughs> No, we've learned since. We've learned since. It's like a disenthused vampire. Anybody that's driving like, and is here is this like, the Daddy Mac will make you. And if you guys don't do it, it's going to hurt. They're going to yeah. be like, oh, jump, jump. We should probably put our clothes on backwards. I think you about to say put our clothes on. And I was like, Julie, they're not supposed to know. They're not supposed to know what happens on this podcast. I think everybody on this podcast knows I enjoyed clothes on. Yeah. And the fact that we're in person means that I always have to wear clothes, which is fine. And I'm fine with it. Not just a shirt, bottoms too. <laughs> Devastating. So, Julie, did you watch anything exciting? Well, why don't you go? You've written. You've done work. Let's celebrate. My goodness. Okay. Heard. Well. And one of the few moments where Julie and I have coincided and our brains both solar flared in the same direction towards a Netflix series, obviously it's gay. It's called <laughs> Heartstopper. So it's your boy Nick coming at you with another recommendation. And I know that my advice and my suggestions have been poorly received in the past by the tastemaker team takes over here. But this... Uh, and everyone that reviews anything. No, there have been, first of all, Better Off Ted, critically acclaimed by at least one review blogger. On Twitter, someone enjoyed it. <laughs> anyway, so, there's this new show on Netflix. It's entitled Heartstopper. Very aptly named because my heart did stop at several times throughout the viewing experience through sheer adorableness. But I do think a more accurate title would be Heart Warmer because, oh my God, went full Grinch status thrice times my heart expanded and now I think I need to see a cardiologist for cardiomegaly. Did I look up how to pronounce that? <laughs> yes. What does it mean? Enlarged heart. <laughs> All right, I'll just read whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Heartstopper stars an elfin prince and a clinical Irish Catholic as Charlie Spring and Nick Nelson respectively as they navigate typical tropes of teenage dumb. We've got love, otherness, friendship, and textual hesitancy. <laughs> the beauty of the series is that though it explores the darkness of doubt, bullying, and insecurity that all teens face, and queer teens specifically, it doesn't say mired in those prickly places. Instead, it's uplifted by community, kindness, earnestness, and genuine joy. So often, queer media is like holy tragic. Remember that uh, Chinese film that I had you watch yes. that was just like super Awful. dark? It just like always feels like there's like, oh my God, someone's got AIDS, or oh my God, someone's kicked out by their family, or oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And perhaps this is like, a sign of changing times, which is delightful, but it is so fucking welcome that though they do touch on those very realistic aspects of being a queer teen, it really celebrates the unifying factor of friends and like people who love you and leaning into that. And it was fucking adorable. <laughs> anyway, so Charlie's friends include an Ezra Miller lookalike who does engage How in a fight. How dare you! <laughs> He does engage in a fight, but seems far less into assault. And Elle, who previously went to their all-boys school before transferring during her transition, and the true star of the show, and my humble opinion, sorry, my deeply deluded, <laughs> I'm naturally confident opinion, is Tori, who's the sister of Charlie. And she's like physically a Zoe Deschanel-Sally Hawkins hybrid. And, like, vibe-wise is the intersection of iconic and the moment. And she's perpetually <laughs> thirsty, always holding a glass of some substance, and provides just very sardonic, wise, sagacious, kind, and monotonous advice. And overall, it's just a fucking blast, super heartwarming. It's based on a graphic novel. And in the Netflix interpretation, you can see sort of those colors when they hold hands and there's little sparks coming out. And it's just so fucking cute and wholesome. Julie, I know you watched it. What are your thoughts? 
Um, the, the headline I liked was Netflix's Heartstopper is your next favorite wholesome queer teen rom-com. Swoonworthy <laughs> was also one of the categories, and yes. it's so true. <laughs> Those swoons were worthy of my attention. Yeah, it's super sweet. It's super adorable. There's no, like... It's very wholesome. There's yeah. lots of kissing. I love when Tao's like, I've known him since we were 11. I'm like, you're 15. <laughs> I know. You haven't known him that long, buddy. What is happening? <laughs> but their school's not all boys, is it? Their school's all boys, which is why Elle transferred. I, that's what I thought. But then the girl who was trying to date him is always around. Yeah, she's outside the gate. So, uh, like, before. So, you can tell, I'm sure, by the fact that we describe this as amazing and awesome, that it's British. And that it's a British teen sort of situation, which is very on brand for us. But before they go into the actual school grounds, there are girls who are, like, sort of hangers-on, including the one that Nick Nelson. He's amazing, that Nick. It's almost like all Nicks are, like, really cool people <laughs> with a lot to offer. I have a lot to offer, Brandon. I'm a really nice person. <laughs> <laughs> The kid who plays Nick is amazing. So good. He is such a good little actor. Yeah. And also, oh my God, Olivia Coleman is I in know, it. I know, the queen. Olivia Coleman is fucking in like it. Four scenes to be the most understanding mother. <laughs> Everyone in this film is understanding. Yeah, which it fucking hits. It's just like, it's never that moment of like, oh my God, my parents went into this or like this bullying's happened. It was all just like, yes, he was bullied. And we didn't have to see the whole coming out and with his parents. All we know now is that their parents are accepting, supporting. And then even when we deal with bisexuality, this is like a very earnest sort of exploration of what does my gender and sexuality mean? And what does it mean if I'm not one side or the other? And where do I fall into the that? Earnest explanation by watching two YouTube videos that we're saying. <laughs> In the montage the way, is how it was shown. That is one L stop away from gay town for that kid, don't you think? No, yes. bisexuality is real. And one day I, I will get you to appreciate I, that. I totally agree with okay. that. Okay. I just don't think that's true for this kid. I think it's true because he was into Imogen. No, he uh, wasn't. He could have gone out with her. Well, he was into the idea of Imogen. She was a little annoying. <laughs> I'm an ally. And then at Elle's all-girls school, the two lesbian characters who are amazing, Imogen was talking to them. I was like, I'm an ally. And they're like, congrats. Do you want a fucking medal? Like, good for you. You are a decent human being that respects our ability to, like, take up space. Okay. It's super sweet, super heartfelt, joyful. Nothing awful, awful happens. Like yeah. There are a couple uncomfortable bullying scenes, but they're not like... I kept thinking that that kid was going to rape him, the one that he was originally with. Yeah. I was like, oh, now it's going to now it's gonna happen. Yeah. They stuck us in for four joyful episodes, and now we're getting <laughs> raped. I just know it. Yeah. And we didn't. No, and I was in the same zone. I was like, initially, like, the relationship that Charlie develops, I was like, oh, my God, it's going to turn out that the idea of this dude... And why he's so close is because he's the one that started all the bullying, and that's why he's trying to get close to him, and he's not actually interested in, or, like, the uh, Ben character, who is, like, beautifully acted, but what a fucking asshole, was going to, like, sexually assault him. And, and hot. That's a problem. Well, he, he is hot, yeah. And um, if you go on his Instagram, he's, like, seems super queer and sweet, and his, his like, Instagram bio is, like, I know you hate me, and, like, <laughs> you deserve to, <laughs> based okay. on his, like, character. Noah Centineo, next generation, pass. Noah Centineo is straight. He's inherently worse. I know, but he's still like, he's still like, I know you hate me, you want to see a picture of me in my bed. Mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you are, you're so conditioned to expect to see like something so horrific happen that yes. it takes up the rest of the series. And this is like, yes, it explores the realism, so it doesn't feel like some far-fetched fantasy moment that could never actually relate to true life. And it just feels like a world in which, yes, there are still struggles, but you per persevere through them because you're earnest, helpful, heartwarming people. It was so sweet. It's so fucking good. There's a movie um, I always see in the 90s and it always turns out to be the arts called Get Real. Did you ever yeah, see that? I didn't, no. Oh my gosh. I think I've talked about it before. Oh, good for me. 1998. I don't think you have. What is it? It's about some gays in high school. All hot again. Aw. Girlfriend. And he falls in love with the track star. It's really sweet. It, it's not as good as this and it's a movie, not show. Obviously not as good. <laughs> Give me all the episodes. I can't possibly watch a two-hour movie when there's eight 40-minute episodes yeah, to watch. There were only 30 minutes. I watched it, and then I started at 11 p.m., and then I worked the next day, and at 5 a.m., I was like, here we go, one more time, no regrets, I'm feeling fine, here we go yeah, let's now. Let's ask your staff how you were the next day. But I was asleep in the office. And all the songs were like... 
high pitched squeaky oh girl voices. Oh my god, the music was so. Which was you really expected good. because yes. Charlie Spring above his bed, it literally says in neon lights, music. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then the Twitter, the, the tweet that I saw that sent me to this in the first place yeah. was like, I wonder what his favorite little mix song is. I was like, oh boy, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and then Michael Chakravarty, because you sent me that screenshot, was like, it's got to be Wasabi. It's got to be Wasabi. And I was like, who's Michael Chakravarty? He's from Great British Bake Off. Oh. I know. Yeah, he was the one in the tweet. Yeah. And I was like, all my gay interests coinciding because it's like the gays from Great British Bake Off, Little Mix, Heartwarming Gay Netflix series. That's like a virgin to my moments. She's I mean, Tori. As long as you're not like a super close minded person, I don't even think you have to be an ally to love this show. Like, you just love it. They're just great people. It's super sweet. Yeah. When I love so much that, like, so their identities, like, there's definitely, like, struggling to understand your sexuality, but that's not your identity. And there's such uh, a beautiful sort of disconnect between, like, understanding who you are in that realm of, like, gender identity and sexual exploration and also understanding that's not who you are. Like, there's a beautiful trans character, Elle, and they say that, yeah, she transferred because she's transitioning and is a woman, so she's no longer going to a boy's school. And people but they never bring that up at her school. And they never bring that up, which hits, because it's like she gets to exist as a real woman, a real person, and her entirety of existence isn't that, oh, I'm the trans character, I'm this person. She's just Elle and gets to explore love and friendships and exclusion, but interconnectedness, and it just fucking hits. It was so beautiful. It was a beautiful way to incorporate that. Yeah, it's great. She definitely, I would put it on top of anything that we're watching. These I days. would like to be on top of most of them. <laughs> They're all 18. Great. They're are they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Googled it. That's how you know I'm a sexual predator. <laughs> yeah, these were the most progressive people in the history of the planet. Like, their best friends are all great. Everyone's cool. One kid doesn't say anything. anything. I love him so <laughs> much. He's like... He, Reading gender-conforming books and... He's so sweet. He's like, because he's one of the first to find out about the relationship that develops with Charlie and one of his classmates. And it's just like... All right, bet. Goes back to his book, just doesn't make a big deal out of it, immediately accepts it. And then when they're having a game night, he's just like asleep. And then during his like sleepiness, kicks over a board game. And it's just, he's vibing. He's living his own life. And his friends are all there for him and like accept that he's just sort of withdrawn and will engage when he needs to. And that hits as someone who like often just checks out of social events and is like, I will be asleep on the couch. And I always love when people are like, okay, cool. I was not getting Nick energy from Isaac. That was the one I related to most. No. <laughs> so honestly, 100% recommend I would give this 99 to 100 gemstones. It's like perfect. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. Between 90, 99 and 100. Maybe 99.5 if I'm being like secure. 99.7. How many would you give it? Same. It was yeah. adorable. It was super sweet. I will watch it again. Once again, spoiler free that he's not going to get raped. Nothing horrible is going to happen. Yeah. Like, unfortunate stuff happens, but no big whoop. It's sweet and low-key idealistic, but not in a way that feels unreasonable. And it's just pure and wholesome and sweet, and the songs are amazing. Music is very much a priority. And Tori's the star of the show. <laughs> Every time she comes, and maybe it's because I have a lovely older sister who I rely on a lot and very much appreciate and respect. Yeah, because I don't think anyone else is going to walk away. And you also do not have the energy of Tori <laughs> at all. What are you doing? <laughs> no, but just like just like that relationship of just like someone who's there and around and like listens, and Emma is much more yes, like... but Tori is joyless, and Emma is not... Yeah, but you like this heart is still the same of like wanting to caretake and wanting to be there for someone. And Tori hits. She's so good. With the little bangs, little rat face. And Emma pointed out that the lead boy looks a lot like the little boy from Love, Love Actually. Actually. I'm like, no, that's a kid from Game of Thrones now. No. He's also he's like 32. He's 76 and he still looks the exact same. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that we ended up watching the same thing, even though we had a list of things we were going to watch. Did you watch any of the things we were supposed to watch? I didn't. Did no. you watch the next episode of Pachinko? No. So it is the <laughs> villain origin story of Hansu. Oh, no. So Hansu's the rich guy. Um, and you find out part of the reason of why he is why he is. But it's, it's, it's all him. It's all back in 1929. Yeah. Very interesting. I won't tell you anything. But tell me everything. No, you're going to watch it. I, we don't know that. Story is an interesting put. I was like, oh, this humanizes him and gives us background. Julie's <laughs> 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 nope. much more cutthroat. I have a hard time villainizing Hansu. I don't know why. I wish I could I help you he out. I did wrong. <laughs> like, I know he's not a Many good person. He, wait, say that again for me. I know he's not a good person. <laughs> he's a great person. <laughs> he's amazing. It's hard for me not to like him a little bit. Because he's hot? 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you can let hot people get away with a lot. I've seen it happen so, when I'm disrespectful and people are like, oh, my God, Nick's hot. So we'll just, like, let it happen. We're Did on you different guys journeys. ever see Empire of the Sun? It was Christian Bale's big first movie when he was 11 or 12. Uh-uh. No. So they're English in the Japanese, in Japan, when the bombing happens, and kind of the same train station. He gets separated from his parents, and he ends up... And it, it has that same vibe to it. Very chaotic and terrifying. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. There was an earthquake. Um, huge earthquake. They killed like 100,000 people. They immediately turn on all the Koreans that are living there. It's really scary. Lots of really bad things happen. People are burned alive. Awful. Um... This is in Pachinko or Children of the Sun? Pachinko. Pachinko. Okay. Empire of the Sun is what the name of the Christian Bale movie. So, yes, you do get to humanize Hansu, but... Didn't work on you. <laughs> I mean, I just felt like, well, now you know... Why he Why he's so cold he yeah. and why he's so this way. Yeah. There's still no reason he dim- dismissed his wife. No. I don't, I don't know the backstory yet with his wife. I don't either, but you <laughs> see him go, you were unable to bear me a son. I have an illegitimate one. You can fuck off now. Let's see, did he ever love her? Like, he, if he wasn't lying when he was talking to her, he was like, you know, it was always a marriage of uh, I know, but I don't think like in that time him. you can just, like, abandon your wife and it'd be cool. I don't think yeah, in any no, time I mean, you should be able to do that. As soon as we found out he was married, I was like, oh, he's not going to be good for her. <laughs> no, and he's not going to get together with her. <laughs> no. Who are these I'm, hers? Is this Sunday. Adele <laughs> describing her in that <laughs> meme? Now, Soon please. Hatsu and Sundad, you see them... Have you still only watched episode one? Yeah. You're out. So, you, like, so they have a baby together. named Noah, who is not <laughs> the father that we know. Noah? Why were they named Noah? Yeah, we don't Noah? know what happened to Noah yet. Do I'm we? guessing old villain, uh, villain Hansu's coming to get him. Why else would he have dismissed his wife? All right, well, that might be a hard one for me to forgive. <laughs> so, that's, so that's where my brain went, right? Uh-huh. He's going to go take Noah. and But, I mean, I don't know. So that's my thought. I was hoping we were still going to, like, love him from afar and send lots of gifts. Like, he gave her that rock. <laughs> The, the star. What's your love language? <laughs> <The> Presents. <laughs> he seemed to earnestly want to like. I want to support you and like. I appreciate the connection we've shared and I like. I want I you to be my geisha and go live in shame in this house that I'll buy you. I want you to live in shame. He bought a house. But not be my geisha. Be my my actual love. But I have to be married to this person I don't love. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you while we were falling in love and I took your virginity. Virginity. Okay, but here's what happens. Geisha. You haven't seen the show. Plus love You're equals gay love. All right, you combine those things and it's gay love. Well, Hansu's father gay. gave a geisha all his money and she's like, oh, that money's gone. <laughs> You're so stupid. Well, if he gave it to her, it's her money to do with what she wishes. Let me give some more insights onto Please the show don't. that I have seen zero. <laughs> On the brink of one of the most horrific tragedies that I was never taught about in history. Which tragedy? The earthquake and then the... Massacre. So the only reason I know about that earthquake is because I spent a lot of time on Wikipedia tragedies. And <laughs> um, with the biggest earthquakes, with like the greatest death toll, that's like number three, I think. Yeah. In history. I missed everybody else, which I think is a good sign. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited to see everybody yeah. next week, even though it doesn't look like it's going to turn out nicely for anybody. But Is it releasing every week now? Yes. There's okay. only one, one or two more. It's almost over. Plenty of time to catch up. But I will read that book, and I'm online at the library for that. You have it upstairs? Why do you always have it for me? (laughs) How does she get on the library books before me? I start watching the shows weeks at a time. I know, but she... I signed up for the graphic novels for Heartstopper. There's three of them. I was about to say, like, have you done that? Because, like, I need to. I need to to be part of that. But I also don't want, like, the rest of the series to be spoiled, because I assume there's going to be season two, and then Netflix will cancel it, because that's what Netflix does. And they'll tell they're raising prices, and no one's allowed to share accounts anymore. Please subscribe to our Patreon so we can continue watching things. <laughs> um, so you watched Russian Doll because we agreed to that. I right? did watch Russian Doll, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was, can you give a quick recap of season one of Russian Doll? Yeah, because I rewatched yes. season one because I needed to. Yeah. She is, it's her birthday, Natasha Leone, and she's at a party in Manhattan with the coolest friends ever. And it's her 36th birthday and her mom died around that same time so it's like a very significant moment for her. Mm. But she's reliving this same day over, she just immediately, she falls down a flight of steps and dies and then wakes back <laughs> up in that same movement. Well no, she was first hit by a car. Oh you're right. But she wakes up in the bathroom with the same music playing that in the beginning starts to drive you crazy by the end you're like gotta Did get up, up gotta, gotta get, get up, up gotta, gotta get, get up. up. <laughs> um, and so she's trying to figure out why she's in this time loop and going back and forth and then she meets a super hot guy who we later see in 
Tales of the City. Yeah, he's gay in real life, too. Yeah. Um, And they sort of figure out what's happened. They think they figured out, and then at the end, there's a fracture. So now we come back. I don't know how much later it is. Four years. She gets on a subway and ends up back, and she's in her mother's body while her mother's pregnant with her, making out with the grossest guy in the history of the world. Yeah. Um, But if she gets back on the train, she can come back to 2022. What's it, when did she go back? It's like 80-something. Yeah, like 82 or 83. There's no cell phones. There's no lots of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I want to find out about this guy, where he might be. Yeah, that <laughs> like, that seemed like very accurate how she speaks. <laughs> Natasha Leone is a fucking marvel. And I was very curious, like, what would happen? And this is not at all what I expected the second season of Russian Doll being. But I'm super appreciative that they did it this way because it's like, how many times? I thought it was going to be because... Uh, well, because like Natasha Leone and that other dude, hot dude, hot dude. So they, <laughs> Natasha Leone, hot dude. Like I'll look it up so that we are not just keep um, dying, and then they finally like make it through, but they're in alternate timelines. So, like the Natasha Leone who knows what's happening sees hot dude who doesn't, and then hot dude who knows what's happening sees Charlie another, Bennett. Charlie Bennett sees a Natasha Leone that doesn't know what's happening. And so I assumed that they would, like, converge and get back to the same timelines um, because the final s- scene is, like, a bunch of Natasha Leones as they're, like, walking through this sort of celebratory scene and you see how many timelines could be coexisting simultaneously. But instead, we go even further back. We go, we go back, back, back. So in this timeline, her Ruth, who's, like, her guardian, is played by this woman who's got the really raspy voice where I'm headed in a couple years, Elizabeth Ashley. And then back in the day, she's played by David's sister from Schitt's Creek, Annie oh. Murphy. I'm a little bit Alexis. <laughs> la, <laughs> la, 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 la. A How little bit Alexis. Three. I'm um, only two, but we're right there. We're right there. It's good, right? It's super good, yeah. That guy's gross, though. <laughs> the dude is super gross. So she's trying to find these relics. Um, no. She's, yeah. What? They're cougarans. They're not relics. They're gold coins. They're gold bullion cubes from South Africa's apartheid. Hey, Have you not seen Die Hard? No. <laughs> no, I have seen Die Hard, but it's been a while. Cougarans. Big deal. Cougarans, yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> relics. What is this, Indiana Jones? I've seen that. <laughs> anyway, so it's good. It's a nice spinoff. It's, um, I mean, I do think the first season of Russian Doll is, like, very close to, like, perfect, absurdist, wild, inventive television. And so there was always going to be a struggle with the second season. But so far, I'm enjoying the way that they're exploring and sort of reinventing the whole concept and continuing it going. And I love that la, 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 la. A little bit of Lexus is in it. And Hot Dude. Charlie Bennett. Charlie Bennett. Super hot. <clears throat> so also, uh, this week I watched the finale of We Crashed, which is amazing, and it ends with Anne Hathaway screaming in the Dead Sea, the money! The money, Adam! The money! It's great. That show's great. It's super slick. It's These are terrible, terrible people. Yeah. It seems like they got away with murder and a billion dollars, so. Good for them. I just can't get behind Jared Leto. I've tried so many times, but he keeps running away. <laughs> Well, if you want to watch Anne Hathaway in a tour de force performance, and I promise you she will win awards left and right. Sorry, Amanda Seyfried and the dropout. Oh, wow. Do you think that's going to be the head-to-head? Yeah. Head-to-head, Beatle. You're going to first, ladies and gentlemen. Head-to-head, Beatle. I do. And then we also agreed to watch White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. Did you watch that? I have no recollection of that. It was awful. Yeah. Like, the show is awful. The people are terrible. I'll sum it up to you really quickly. Former CEO from his... um, article said uh who looks like an orc we go after has the cool melted. kids we go after the attractive all-american kid with a great attitude and a lot of friends a lot of people don't belong in our clothes and they can't belong are we exclusionary absolutely did nick just bite all his teeth out no more tic tacs for nick i was between the microphones and i covered my mouth so they just say the awful part out loud right? yeah mm-hmm. we only want skinny hot people and preferably hot dudes in our clothes and they, if you were front of the house, you were called a model. And if you were a person of color, you were called an impact worker. And you could work in the back. Oh, the stockroom people. Yeah. That's rough. The lighting there is so bad. <laughs> and now there's like a resurgence and they have a new CEO and fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them for real. <laughs> fuck all the way off. And then the guy who created like their look, Bruce Weber, who's the famous photographer, has been like accused of grooming and molesting all these young boys. 100% believe that. And paid them all out. So, like, he's not found guilty of anything, but, you know, 
no contest, and here's $5 million. Yeah, that's when he, I mean, that's guilty in the public eye with whatever the legal system is going to do, which mostly is the wrong thing. But yeah, I remember seeing those uh, Abercrombie catalogs, and I was like, first of all, wear the clothes because everyone is naked. And then I was like, <laughs> I do not mind. But also thinking like, they were mostly guys, right? They were mostly guys, just like completely naked. And there were some women too, but you just scroll past them. <laughs> And then it was like, all right, this is hot. But then you're also like, what is happening and why? And then you later learn that, oh, dear God, the subjects of all of these were assaulted. So they have one, like, super straight dude bro who's like, dude, they, like, pick me up, whatever. He's like, so then I'm over at Bruce Weber's house, and he's like, put your hand on your chest. And he's like, can I, if I put my hand over your hand, lower your hand as far as I can go. And he's like, so I just kept my hand where it was. And he was like, no, lower it. He's like, no, dude, no. So it's super deep, just like the people of Abercrombie and Fitch yeah. the documentary. I'm like, where's my 10 hour podcast or two? Where's my book? Where's my series? 88 minutes. I learned nothing. And they told it out of order. And there was a where there was no where are they now? Um, it was like Pachinko. No, it was, it was out like of order. Um, but uh, they got sued by a couple different employees, one who was not allowed to wear her hijab and she won money. Yeah. And then there was like a class action suit with a bunch of people of color who once again took a payout without any admission of guilt. Gotcha. I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It costs so much money to go to court. I mean, yeah. the system is rigged. Rigor mortis. Well, like, what do you so get? they're like, here's $10 million to shut up or maybe you'll win $100 million after I bankrupt your entire family. Yeah. yeah. You just got to go for it. Yeah, honestly, I have no qualms about that. And, like, yeah, just, like, the lookbook of Abercrombie and Fitch um, was just, like, deeply racist and deeply discriminatory because it was all just, like, you know, if you were black, you would have relaxed hair. And if you had any sort of, like, actual hairstyle or any sort of, like, Afrocentric hairstyle, it was, like, all right, well, you can work in the back or you can get a relaxer done or you can leave. And Which then, is true of more places than just Abercrombie Oh, 100%, Fitch. yeah. Uh, but I appreciate those people who are like, or I can sue you and get a fuck ton of money. I don't know why we didn't know about that. Did you guys watch the trailer for Fire Island that came out today? I no. did. It's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. And I cannot fucking wait. Usually I'm it not. It's going to be awful. Usually I'm not on board for just like these thuthas and all this like shitty, it's like hate watching stuff. Not my vibe. But. Oh my god! I cannot wait to watch this, and I cannot wait to see how bad it's going to be. I highly recommend YouTubing the trailer for Fire Island. I, I mean, Bowen Yang seems very authentic in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else, whoo! As soon as Joel, Joel can, Bo- can booster, as soon as Joel can booster, and this is within the first five seconds, jumped out of bed, put on his pants, and like revealed that he was wearing like a very like tasteful brief set with sort of like a, a rust color. I was like, I'm oh, in. I'm in. Not only is that high fashion, but that is the level of skin exposure I expect. <laughs> I can't wait for more. At the end, we get to watch them playing heads up. Yeah. Around, My biological clock is ticking like this. And the guy's like, uh, oh, shit. Penelope Cruz. They're like, who is that? Yeah, it's trash. And I cannot wait to <laughs> dive in. Put me in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Let me get into that trash pile and just wade off to bliss. I mean, let's go fingers crossed, right? I mean, I, I do love... Is that a euphemism? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do love Matt Rogers. There's something lovable about Joel Kim Booster. I absolutely love Bonier. 100%. Margaret Cho is their lady friend of the Fire Island. Yeah, no, and I mean... they show up and she's like, all my ladies are here. And you're like... I feel like Margaret Cho has the ability to say that. I would give Margaret Cho a pass. I would yeah, also give Kathy Griffin a chest. It's like a trope. Yeah, that aren't we? These guys be past. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, tell me more straight people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something about being gay. <laughs> tell me about something being gay. If you're not following our Instagram, you should, because this week we're like posted everything we were watching. If you want to know before we talk about it, you could actually watch it. So we'll post about that. Yeah, we're getting our shit together. Well, Emma and I. Oh, Nick, you did write something. I wrote some. I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm an author. I'm a creative. <laughs> Julie, what's that sound mean? Time I, for me to stop time, talking? Time to take the cows out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did a terrible job of editing this week, so maybe Emma can do some post work. <laughs> I literally went through them three times, and I was like, I can't. They're all winners. All right. But a lot of them are evergreen, so I'm guessing once we get through them, they'll be gone. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, and once Elon Musk 
officially buys Twitter, then they okay. will disappear. Yeah, so they will disappear. So we gotta we gotta get our kicks in, get our rocks off. I I don't think much is gonna change, and I think that I think if he lets people back on, it's just gonna make them look like shit. It's been we we're, our palate is cleansed enough now that people are not just gonna be reposting all the crazy things that people are. Maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in anything except for George Michael. Because gotta, gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. I gotta have faith. Baby! All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was unexpected. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number one, Pat Regan at Poor Gan said, I would answer an email, but it wouldn't be fair to all the other ones. Solid <laughs> <laughs> <Solid> start. <laughs> me today, when I was just scrolling through the one email that Emma <laughs> told me to like look at and answering that and just being like, goodbye. Fuck. Yeah. Although, whenever I open my mouth, I'm everyone's like, mm. <laughs> whenever I talk, some people are like, let's get back to the tweets. Is it because what I say is not worthwhile? It just depends on if it's like a bully, <laughs> something joyful, or just like that. What you just said that no one can come back from or help with. If you were more, uh, if you had put more energy into it, I bet you could. Okay, for somebody who wrote put first you back paragraph into it. this week. There were two paragraphs. <laughs> At Michaela Oakla said, just drove home without GPS. I could be on that show Survivor. <laughs> you have a coworker who broke her phone and she lives two blocks away. She was like, I don't know how I'm going to get to work. And I was like, Haha. she was like, I'm scared. You know, it's true though. I drive you home and I'm like so focused on my phone today when I came over here. I was like, let's just see. If I get lost, it'll be fine. And I was like, oh no, I know how to get there. But I don't know any landmarks because I look at my phone. Oh. Yeah. Well, every time you drive me home, which thank you, by the way, you're always like, I think it's this one. I'm like, no, keep going. And then every time she listens to me because she's a good person and I'm trash and we miss the place we we're supposed to turn. So it's like, okay, well, let's do an illegal U-turn down this very busy thoroughfare and see if we survive. But then I always want to turn too fast on the home street. It's the third street once you turn. And I, the second one, I'm like, this is it, right? He's like, no. Everyone. It's like the blind lady and the blind ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. Or Nick. Pat <laughs> Ellie Kremendahl said, the way my ADH works is in the morning. I have 45 minutes of, I call, the zone of possibility. And if I don't frenetically accomplish all the day's tasks within those 45 minutes, sadly, that's a wrap on the whole day. It's me. That's me too. Really, if I do not get started before yeah. 9, I'm not doing anything. I lost it. I will, like, do for the whole day. Like, I need to get started next hour. And yes. then it's, like, 8.01. It's, like, well, I got to do it for the next hour. And then it's 9.12. And I'm, like, got to do it the next hour. We keep going. And then it's, like, well, now I'm sleepy. Yeah. I've been planning so much. Yeah, my doctor's diagnosed me with ADHD soon after I was diagnosed with OCD. And I was, like, I've got too many letters in this alphabet neuroses soup. I'm good. But now I'm, like, I think I do have ADHD as well. I think that they were right. Because they took an IQ test. And they were, like, you're bad at math. So we think that I'm sure there was more to it. Maths, because we're in the British world. Um, they're like, your math score was lower than all these other scores. And they probably said other stuff, but I took that as, your math isn't great, so you've got ADHD. And I was like, that's a fucking leap. You know that psychologist in Seattle that I love, Dr. Honda, mm -hmm. Dr. Kurt Honda, who watches like Love is Blind and Bop Bop and whatever else. Yeah. He's putting up these little blurbs now on Instagram, and he was like, talking about how people are. I was like, I'm really OCD. He's like, you're not. He's like, OCD is painful and never stopping and endless and you think that they're doing fine and they are running through their list of things, the rituals that they have to complete. Not, I need order in this room. It was great. It was really, really well done. And I was like, thank you, Dr. Honda. That is sweet. He put it into like really, just like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Not even like be an ally or don't be disciplined. Don't do this. It was like, here's what it really is. And here's what you're saying when you minimize that. Do you know that? I was like, I, I did, but not that well. Thank you, Dr. Honda. That does hit. And way to go, Dr. Honda, because, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it is, there's so much that's going on in the minds of people. And there's that meme where it's just like all hands clasping. That's like ADHD, OCD, autism, anxiety, depression. And there are so many things that are comorbid that it's just like, you know, which one do I have? All of them? <laughs> and Winner, um, where's my parade? Where, no, seriously. <laughs> the OCD parade where it's just like one step forward, two steps back so your mom doesn't break her back. Let's go. Hey, yeah, hey, he brought that up let's too. go. Like, there are all these rituals they're doing so that other people won't die yeah. all day long. Yeah. It was it, not even a minute long clip and it was awesome. That is. Way to go, Dr. Honda. Love Dr. Honda. So comedian George Wallace, <laughs> who is hilarious, he was on Comedians in Car Getting Coffee with Jerry uh -huh. Seinfeld, and they were in a restaurant in Vegas where George Wallace lives, and um, 
Um, Jerry's like, I wonder how many people are from here. He goes, yeah. How many of y'all from here? <laughs> and everybody answered. And Jerry signed up that he was going to die. It was <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Don't George Wallace said, we'll never know. How many of y'all from here? <laughs> Your extrovert friend amongst introverts. It's oh like, if we just talked to people, we could find out. It's like, we could never. <laughs> I could never possibly. He just yelled out in the middle of a restaurant. And they all answered him. It was so great. <laughs> so his uh, tweet for today was, shout out to the top five ports in the world. Air, Special Re, Moral Sup, Shreve, and Michael Rappa. <laughs> I just watched the Friends episode with Michael Rappaport. He's turning into trash. He is headed into Joe Rogan land. Well, yeah, he shot a bird, and Phoebe broke up with him, and she is the beautiful, judicious decider of all things good. Do you know who George Hahn is? Yeah. Yeah? So yeah. he's like a New York gay, styled, fabulous, I don't know what he actually does. He was an actor, but he's um, doing like a live Instagram, and he's like, here I am just trying to walk down the street, and this motherfucker's ranting, and it's Michael Rapport, and he's like, <laughs> I'm trying to do something here, and he's like, oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> Mike Rutherford on the Amy Schumer show was great. Yes, he was. Yeah, with the crazy um, 3D stuff they do on his face. If you have not watched Life and Beth yet, so good. At Faith Staley said, I don't have any fur babies, so I'm going to call my children skin dogs. <laughs> skin dogs is mine. <laughs> Did you already write it? You already wrote it? <laughs> you got like a decibel counter on her laughter. <laughs> well, I just knew... I just had a feeling that this was because it's so gross and hilarious. I'm going to take my skin dog for a walk. <laughs> Put a harness around a little tiny toddler. Walk it through the they park. They have toddler harnesses. I know. I know. It's easy to buy. It's on Amazon. It's the third bestseller in child restraints. At T45 High said, today's yoga pose is downward spiral. <laughs> I was talking about my uh, neighbors because my mom was cleaning the yard for a very long time today. And she was like, yeah, there were all these cigarette spots next to our neighbor's driveway. And I was like, all right, let them live. And she was just like, like why do you think he does that? And I was like, honestly, he does feel like he's like in a downward spiral. And she's like, is he? <laughs> I thought maybe they were your cigarette butts and you just weren't owning up to it. I was just like, yeah, it's this fucking neighbor. And then she sets their house ablaze and I'm like, honestly, they probably did something. <laughs> no, I'm I'm full on jewel now. La, 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 la. A little bit of lung stuff. <laughs> At Solomon Giorgio, our hero. No, who's he? podcast is great. Is it? Yeah, he had Ira Madison III on this week on oh, The Juice. My two favorites. He said, I was about to fall asleep and then I remembered every time I showed someone a video I thought was funny, but they didn't laugh. <laughs> At being Burns wrote, my love language is making fun of each other until one of us goes too far and then we're in a fight. <laughs> and that is me. It's also like, me. I was joking. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if that's my favorite, but that's the one that like hits closest to home. <laughs> Uh, the anxious urge to say no worries either way when you're actually worried both ways plus a secret <laughs> third way. This <laughs> oh, is also me. Yeah. I'm like, don't worry either way and then like, please say no to all of it. Yeah. <laughs> At L.A. Crimindal, who we had earlier said, sure, I have hobbies, comparing myself to others and worrying about things I can't control. Oh... <laughs> And dancing. Yes. Dance. Dance. Sarcasm only writes, if every time I every time I socialize, I'm like, that's enough for the next eleven days. Just a sec. Ad activity said the Pacific Ocean has three point nine stars out of five on Google Maps. Who the fuck is downvoting the ocean? The trash pile. Gimme, gimme more. Gimme more. Gimme, gimme more. You want to read this one? Emma is going to guess to read this one for Nick. <laughs> well, I already know it. I speak Spanish. I don't. <laughs> I started playing a game with myself where every time something annoys me on Twitter, I immediately get off and force myself to do a Duolingo Spanish lesson. And bitch, let me tell you, voy a ser bilingüe con un poco tiempo porque todos ustedes son muy molestos. Hey! <laughs> First of all, excellent pronunciation. Also... Good for them. I should do that because I still pay for Duolingo Plus, which is $100 a year. I'm sorry, $99.99. And I know nada. 
Oh, I guess I've learned something. <laughs> not nada. Not nada. <laughs> I know how to say Camila Cabello. <laughs> At GoFin Yourself said, my mom is a prosecutor, and every year she brings up the fact that Mother's Day is the day with the lowest crime. I think that says a lot about how many moms commit crimes throughout the year. <laughs> but can't today because they're too busy being celebrated. <laughs> That was a fucking wild ride, mostly because I thought you said my mom's a prostitute. <laughs> I was very confused from then onwards. Give me, give me more. Give At me. Nate Comedy said, just because you run out of things to post on social media doesn't mean you have to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when were you born? After Elon Musk bought Twitter. <laughs> Not skin dogs, but very close. <laughs> Nate Comedy gets one more. The most shocking part about Mike Tyson punching someone on a plane is finding out that he flies JetBlue. <laughs> I do appreciate that there are, like, fucking consequences because everyone's just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and no one's ever going to, like, do anything about it. And if it is, it's going to be this long-trodden legal thing that never actually amounts to anything. And Mike Tyson's like, hold my bag. I'm going to sock you. I'm going to eat your fucking ear. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, they are, like, it's a violent, I, I don't know. I support him 100% in that. I don't know the whole story. I don't know any But I do story. know that if you're a professional boxer and that you can seriously injure someone with your fists, yeah. if someone pisses you off on an airplane, and they are, he, I guess this, this person was starting shit with someone else. Yeah. And Mike Tyson was trying to defend them. Yeah, and they threw a bottle fists? at Mike Tyson. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Okay. And so Mike Tyson punched him, and it's like, yeah, quid pro quo, motherfucker. But my Mike Tyson impression is still really good. <laughs> Everybody said so. At Aaron Tuning said, oh, this one is, is just for the dads in the audience <laughs> and me. Apparently, my aunt fell at a winery and got a concussion. So I said, Sauvignon Bonk in the family <laughs> chat, and no one acknowledged it. <laughs> and I told myself, edit that shit out. But I thought it was No, that was really funny. At Vaca650 said, nobody likes being around the one-up friend. Your day was hard. Their day was harder. You got a good job. Their job is better. You got five bands. They got six. You went to Tennessee. They went to 11 to see. <laughs> I mean, totally <laughs> Josh Gondelman said the ratio, ratio of quote unquote cool hat being said sarcastically versus sincerely has got to be like 99 to 1 cool hat cool hat <laughs> diabetic just Kool-Aid mans through this basement <laughs> okay we're almost there not really <laughs> like when I say I'm on route not really <laughs> At Gulcher said, can't stop thinking about people that first ate mushrooms they found and just had to go through trial and error of like, this one tastes like beef. This one killed Brian immediately. <laughs> and this one makes you see God for a week. <laughs> I mean, it was worth it. But God. No, my God. Mushrooms is my new number one. More than skin dogs? I love mushrooms. Yeah. And this one killed this Brian. One, and this Brian. one killed Brian. <laughs> this one tastes amazing. This one killed Brian. <laughs> At Hannah T01 said, I'd survive Scream because I don't answer the phone ever. <laughs> At Eden Eats says, someday a guy's going to see me eating a whole baguette with my bare hands in my parked car and think, that's her. She's the one. <laughs> <laughs> and that really hits for me. When I'm at Whole Foods, I'm just like. <laughs> How do you eat a baguette? Do you like unhinge your jaw and just put it forth? Or do you rip off little pieces? I rip off, but I would much rather be at home just like applying butter or oil, bite. Butter or oil, bite. Did it straight yes. in the butter? <laughs> in the butter or like the dunk, like some sort of seasoned oh, olive oil. Oh, fuck, yes. Oh, should we do that right now? Fuck this podcast. Let's get some bread. <laughs> or El Pan. At Mama Jessic, my go-to workout is 30 minutes of cardio followed by five years of rest. <laughs> And she gave us one more. Hot girl shit sounds exhausting. I want to do old lady shit. A puzzle, knit a sweater, sit in a chair while I shower. <laughs> so it's skin dogs, skin dogs. and <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> now, what I friend. Kill Brian immediately. <laughs> Take it to the runway. Runway. Take it to the runway. Runway. Have a girl. Put your face in the walk. Let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. So we finally got to the finale of Drag Race season 14. Oh, my God. <laughs> At this point, it's seasons 14 through 16. But satisfying. Highly. Yeah. 
So Leland was working overtime, creating all these little musical <laughs> moments for every single queen. Do you think they had any input? Or he was like, this is what happened to you, so I'm going to write this song. I feel like Willow's, she had to have had some sort of like creative insight into that. Yeah, because she did not say that that's who she was throughout the season. No, no, it was just like, I hate people. Um, <laughs> I hate people. Dun, 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 dun. I love a place. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, na- it very much felt like April Ludgate when she was in the pageant. I like people, places. And things. Nouns, bitch. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of fanfare. Do you think when they finally crowned the people that they did the confetti thing, cleaned it up, and the other confetti thing for the other friend? Yes. That's insane. Reset the whole thing. Yes, I'm sure they did. It'd be so weird to sit through and like have that same enthusiasm as like, an audience member. But they gotta get you drunk. But like... <laughs> Yeah, my. Uh, it's even weirder to pretend it's you. Like, well, if I do win, uh-huh. and then if I don't, please don't show it. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but yeah, someone was saying like, why don't they just do that live? And I was like, there's a lot behind the scenes to make that seem at all coherent. First of all, RuPaul is back to her little headband moment that clearly attaches to a back brace that just keeps her aloft. <laughs> um, she came down from the stage because she wasn't able to walk on there is my personal theory. But I thought it was solid. I thought the musical moments were fun. I liked the interactions, no matter how staged and rehearsed they seemed, with RuPaul and the queens and their families. That was cute to see. And Angeria's mom and dad was so sweet. But I do think it was interesting that they had, like, a final two lip sync and then clearly gave, like, a low-tempo lip sync that Willow could crush. I think the internet is mixed on who won that lip sync, but I think the lip sync was really not exciting. No, No, it wasn't. Yeah. So here's what I loved. I loved that all the girls got to show out. Yeah. And I love that they went in the right order, right? Like each one was better than the one in front of it. Even if you don't like diabetes, you still have to be like, Jesus Christ, that parachute coat turning into a dragonfly, that was fucking awesome. Because she ate a dragonfly. Circle. Yeah. Circle of life. Uh, So, like, Angeria's was adorable, and Bosco's was good, and then Daya's was better, and then Camden's was, like, I just won this bitch. Yeah. And then Willow was really funny. (laughs) Um, But I thought that the actual lip sync was kind of lackluster. Yeah. And it could have gone either way. But as I said last week, Willow Pill will win. Yeah. (laughs) And she did. A hundred percent she won. Yeah. She's very original. She makes RuPaul do that. <laughs> the only time RuPaul laughed during all, all of the interviews is <laughs> know. when he interviewed Willow. Yeah. She does answer funny. It's so weird that she was bad at so many of the comedy challenges because she's really funny. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she's spontaneously funny. I think she has trouble being, like, prepared funny. I mean, joke writing is a completely different art. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm happy. Yeah. And all the other queens looked amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I love Cornbread and her Beauty insane. and the Beast. Oh my God. And then Carrie fuck, Colby and her Thanos. Thanos. I'm collecting all of the trans people. Trangels. The Trangels. Yeah. Was great. Yeah. No. And um, Alyssa Hunter got a lot of screen time for which I was appreciative of because I love Alyssa Hunter. <laughs> do you? I do. Yeah. She threw her money through her thing. I know. She had her money through her looked good, but nothing major. Yeah, she had, like, that um, Sims Tumblr aesthetic of just, like, the very rosy nose. Um, You all know that. (laughs) Very relatable. Orion's story with her never-ending story. When then Corbett won Miss Congeniality. She did. Um, I do think Camden's, like, dress look was the weakest of the final five. You mean their opening? Yeah. Just because, like, I get it, but also why. She's the horse. She's the carousel. She's all of it. I already said that I got it, but I just don't <laughs> understand why. I'm also bored with Bosco at this point. The eyebrows, the horns, it's, like, enough. Yeah, she looks pretty, though. Angeria was, like, next level. If only she could stand up right. And then yeah. Willow Pills, I don't quite get, like, why there's a knife, but, like, I'm into it. Yeah, and who knew this little slit of the hip is just sexy? Exactly what you <laughs> needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. So super fun. Great season. Great job, everybody. Yeah, no. Everyone was lovely. And I don't know if it's be it's probably oh, because except for Maddie Morphosis. So I was listening to Willem and Alaska. Yeah. Have you listened to that? No. Willem's like, I'm so over everybody talking about how straight he is. He has sucked dick. Like he is <laughs> bisexual at the very least. So he's not the first straight, but he might be the first bisexual. He's like, but all those trans women up there are straight, so enough. Yeah, that's very fair. Willem was not in the mood for the Matty Morphosis nonsense. 
I mean, oh, good. Jasmine had a giant dress on with giant hair. And <laughs> I did love the giant hair, but like, yeah, for the finale, I do. Deja Skies. Deja Skies, yeah, I, we literally turned did away. Did nobody want to make an outfit for you? This is not good. She makes outfits. I know, but for the finale, you should let someone make you something. Yeah. You think Carrie Colby made that Thanos thing? No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Carrie Colby has like a full social oh, media that's team. It. She was just Vegas. Yeah, Georges was like, but I'm not hot. big enough. Not next to Angeria's giant. Yeah, <laughs> although I did appreciate that when Simone came out, like there's been this like level up sort of situation where everyone comes out in these huge avant garde winners looks that are just larger than life. And she was just like, I'm going to be little Kim. And she was in drag. And well, it was and amazing. She wore the giant costume on the runway. She yeah. was like beautiful red gown and. Oh, that's right, that's right. I did see those pictures, yes. yeah. So on the red carpet, she wore that. But on the stage, she was like, mm, come in here. Which is so her vibe of just like, I'm going to take things that so many people have shit on as being like ghetto and make it fashion, make it wonderful. To quote others, not to quote me. So. Bravo's this season. Ah, Super fun. I, I can't know. believe we ended up with five queens and only you hateful people hate and die by. <laughs> <you."> <laughs> so we did a poll on our Instagram and everyone was like... Like, Daphne voted yes for Willow winning and Bosco. I'm like, that's not how this works. I voted for Tutu. <laughs> but ev- I know. But everybody for Daya was like 100% no. No. <laughs> no one voted for Daya. Yeah, because Daya was never going to she, win. Yeah. <laughs> never. Never! Did you know that since Shea Coulee was crowned as the victor of All-Star Season 5, there have been 13 crowned drag race queens? 13. Between UK... Holland, Italy, Australia, Australia, Canada, Spain, and more All-Stars and more USA, 13 queens. When are they going to have Heads Up the Drag Edition so we can... Oh, that would hit. Nail it. Let's make it... That's a million dollar idea! (laughs) Nick, we're going. Okay, bet. That's the 90s. Heard. Okay, so there's Sun is a baby, uh, or a skin dog, and they're all in, like, suits, and they, like, wobble, and it's a kid's TV show, <laughs> and there's, like, Tinky Winky and Poe. Yeah. Uh, they're all in Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on Dawson's Creek, he's the one that we actually love, not Dawson, the you other see? one. Yeah. I've never seen the show. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, it's refreshing. You put the straw in the pouch. Yeah. Um, what are we gonna do this week? The same thing we do every week. Take over the world. That I could not describe it any better than that. Two rats cartoon. They're two rats. One is like very smart and one is like a dipshit. Oh, is it Ren and Stimpy? The other one. What phalanges? There's the thumb, Finger. and what's the other one? Finger. The uh, the pinky, one on the, the brain. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. you. <laughs> I'm too old for pinky. I had, brain. I had to recircle several times. <laughs> well, it makes up for. They're all in suits. <laughs> the skin dog. I know. What do you think I was thinking when you said they're all in suits? They're all in suits. Like three piece suits, not like Teletubby <laughs> suits. What? Am I That's ready? on you. No. <laughs> Ooh, they're a snack with like a cookie and some frosting you get to dip. Dunkers. Sure. Australian. <laughs> Dunkers. <laughs> uh, he's a video game character and they Mario. just made him into a movie. Uh, people didn't like Mario. the first version, so they made a second version. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's an outdoor brand. <laughs> REI. Patagonia. No, uh, From the bit, 90s. Yeah, more older uh, or. No, it's a somebody's name. Eddie Bauer. Yes. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> oh, she was married to Kurt Cobain. Uh-huh. Courtney Love. Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's a magazine about style and fashion. In style. Uh, nope. It is Vogue. Anna Wintour. Yeah. <laughs> it was Vogue in the <laughs> uh, Will Smith song. Na 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 na. That's the one. Na 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 Miami. Get jiggy with it. Na 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 na. 90s is tough for me. I'm, I'm old. Is it my turn? <laughs> yeah, but I was. Well, we got five on both of those. Yeah, Amazing. So we're doing great. Everyone get ready. Who am yeah, I giving to you? Did I do that? Urkel. But what's the show? Family Matters. Yes. Oh my God, he dropped the phone. Sipping on. 
Gin and Juice. Yes. Oh, it was a, like the first handheld like scary movie. Ah, uh, The Blair Witch Project. Yes. It's a show with a kid's name. Oh, this is a new rating. It's higher than R but lower than X for movies. The age after 16 is... PG-13. PG-17. <laughs> Not before 17. NB-17. So close. <laughs> NA-17. No it. other way. <laughs> NZ-17. NZ-17. <laughs> Oh my god, you try and get me to watch this show all the time with Sarah Michelle Geller. Buffy the Vampire Slayer! <laughs> all the women who independent. Single ladies. Throw your head. Destiny Child! <laughs> oh, he died. He lived in a van down by the river with David. Chris Farley. <laughs> One, two, no, I can't think. They're a douche band. Pass it on. Or you're giving to Emma now. Third Eye Blind. I started singing, um, <laughs> one, two, Princess here before For you. Now, that's what, what I, I say now. now. That's Princess the twin doctor. Spin, spin doctors. <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. NA17. <laughs> the other way. NZ17. Okay, well, I got eight. Due to my amazing guess. <laughs> okay, Emma, let's go. Married to Sarah Michelle Geller. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> uh, movie with Brad Pitt and, uh, oh my God, why am I not remembering? Edward, uh, Norton, yes. Fight Club. Thank you. There was a war there in the 90s. <laughs> Iraq. Uh, further south. Whoa. <laughs> the, go, the War of Gulf. And it wasn't the Gulf. It was part of the Gulf War. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, movie with Rosie O'Donnell where they play baseball. And Gina Davis. Oh. I don't know that. Uh, a fun uh, accessory that you throw onto your arm. and it Slap bracelet. Yes. <laughs> plays hockey. Uh, Mighty Ducks. The, I don't know. He's a hockey player that we knew from the 890s. The famous one. I know. Wayne Gretzky. Yes, good job. <laughs> he was president in the 90s. George H.W. Bush. Bill Clinton. Thank God. <laughs> uh, it's a game console. A Pia We're out. <laughs> I wouldn't gotten Kuwait either. Kuwait? <laughs> League of Their Own. Yeah, I did not know that. We still got five, though. Hey. Doesn't feel good enough, but... <laughs> it's his, Emma. It's your turn to give. So far, I've gotten the most. So. Or I have. <laughs> or I have. Oh, it was a game not one, but... Two. Truth or... Dare. Yeah. And make it even harder. I'm going to blank dare Double you dare. do that. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, before be beepers, there were... Pagers. Yep. Oh, oh this is after 90210, then a show on after it. They lived in a, a, a apartment complex. It's the name of a street in L.A., Miller's Place. Yes. Nice. Uh, Deborah Messing. Just Will and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a song with Brandy and someone else. The Monica. Monica. Oh, the I don't need Matt. your help. I need you. <laughs> I'm part uh, of Wright this. Right said Fred sang it. I'm too. Sexy yeah. for my shirt. I just said I'm too. You said that. You do not get credit. I agree. Okay. Johnny Lee Miller movie about breaking into computers. Hackers. Yes. Nice. Oh, wait. We're Pass this one. What? I don't know what that is. Uh, we're done. Okay. Bubble, bubble tape. tape. It's bubble gum that comes in a tape roll. Oh, yeah. bubble tape. Yeah, same. <laughs> you get to give to Nick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really nice. <laughs> I'm just trying to give the phone away. It's like, your turn still. So. I'm really not used to having the phone in my hand. I never did on Zoom. <laughs> I don't know how to do the up and down. Like, Let's slay it. Okay, Home Alone. Actor. Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Um, it's a show about nothing. Jerry, Seinfeld. yes. <laughs> uh, I want it that way. Place. Yeah. Um, all about how my life got flipped, turned up, turned around. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a north. It's like a comedy show on Comedy oh, Central. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're sneakers. Sketchers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call uh, brothers. Okay, nonsense. so it's on the wall and it talks and it's a type of fish. Pot, uh, oh, trout. Uh, singing trout. What is the fuck is it? I don't know. Skip it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, animated show. We watched it all the time. A bunch of kids, Rugrats. toddlers. Yes. <laughs> Boom. Okay, not CDs. Before CDs, they were cassettes. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was in uh, Sugar Ray. He was the oh, main. Oh, uh, Mark McGrath. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so um, Dana Carvey and the uh, other one. Oh, fuck. Uh, WW. Oh, fuck. Mike Myers. Wade's World. <laughs> what was the singing on the wall mouth fish thing? Large mouth bass. We got 10. Big mouth Billy. <laughs> yes! 
Big Mouth Billy. Oh, but I said we got that one, so we only got nine. Okay. <laughs> Still, the highest so far. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Loser, no, I want to do another round. Should we do another round? I don't actually know how we kept score of that. I just know that. Well, Nick right. got eight one time, and he got nine one time, and he got five one time, and no one got more than that. So, but you got nine one time, and no one got higher than that. So I think Emma wins. No, I, if you add I win. Okay, score. yeah, bet then I win. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a winner. <laughs> That's fun. Nice. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and watch Heartstopper at least twice, as Nick already has, and at least <laughs> once as I have. Uh, Pachinko's going to end. I'm still watching that. And Slow Horses. Pachinko and Slow Horses are both on Apple TV. Heartstopper is on Netflix. Um, starting this week on Netflix is the season series finale of Ozark. And if you want to stop me from watching it, you're going to have to fucking kill me! <laughs> I wish I could do that as well as she does. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed the game. Nick cheated and won. Um, <laughs> he and Emma shared a womb. And, you know, both went to the same womb, and so it was much easier for them to figure out the answers. Um, All Stars doesn't start until May, so we're not going to be there on RuPaul, so we'll have to figure out something else to deep dive into next week. Maybe Nick will tell us what he's watching. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> a dream. Maybe I'll post it on our Instagram. If you haven't checked out our Instagram, Go to TakesPod.com. We're communicating a lot more. We want to hear from you. Not TakesPod.com. At TakesPod. At TakesPod. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to do a lot more engaging on Instagram, so please follow us there. Um, if you'd like to throw a couple shekels our way, Lord knows we, we need it. Nick is struggling. <laughs> they can go to Patreon.blah, mm-hmm. blah. blah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash TakesPod. Yes. Slash blah, blah, blah. And once you read the, reach the level of accountability, buddy, you get a shout out at the end of the podcast. Now, one of our longtime friends, um, I am Jame. We're just wondering if your name be, is just for any reason or. Oh, uh, Jack Gordon. Mr. Gordon. Well, Frederica used to work for Mrs. Lipman. Did you know her? Uh, Holly Hunter. So that's James Gum from Silence of the Lambs. We know that Trixie and Katya has also talked about her, but him, her. I them. Mean, them. Nothing talk. matters. I mean, I don't know what pronoun you use when you want to cut up big women and wear their clothes as skin. Sociopath. <laughs> Psychopath. Disgusting. Star. Star. <laughs> and somebody who wants to wear her own skin. And thank you also for being an accountability buddy. So hopefully we got a couple laughs in. And Twitter still exists next week with Elon Musk. So we continue. <laughs> what if we don't have to tweet the week anymore? Because he makes it not funny. We'll have to turn to Instagram. <laughs> Instas of the week. Yeah. Or we'll have to like come up with our own content. Oh, no. Rude. <laughs> I've never written a funny tweet. So we hope you have a great week. Hope you watch something amazing. Definitely watch Heartstopper. Um, and thanks for listening so much. We really appreciate it. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. <laughs> we love you, Frank.